Moncrief on News Talk. Afternoon, Marie. Uh, the, Hi, I'm Sean. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, I think this time last week the, the, and the last few weeks, the weather's <laughs> been unbelievably bad. And then suddenly you got weirdly spring-like. Oh, my God. I can't get over it. I really can't. And um, yesterday was, I actually went out for a walk with a coat on and I came back after five minutes and took the coat off and put on a sleeveless jacket. There was no need for a coat. And then, like the swallow coming in the springtime, I saw my first man in shorts. <laughs> now, I know they're common enough in the supermarkets and the shopping centres in Dublin, but they're not common on the roads of West Limerick, I can assure you, at this time of the year. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, I was saying now, if that isn't the sign of spring, and I also saw my first cut lawn. So, um, so the grass, the, 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 all you people out there with the lawnmowers, you better get them serviced because mm. the grass is growing. And what else did I see now? Um, oh, yes, the very first cows out for a couple of hours grazing. Right. So yeah. they're like alternative um, notes that instead of maybe the calendar spring, the actual spring has arrived. Men in shorts, lawnmowers and cows out to graze. So yeah. anyone bet that? or top that list I'd love to hear from them that's the, the that are the big indicators alright now yes. let's uh, uh, let's talk about Brexit and how well it's going oh wonderful isn't it yes. you know what Sean I have the height of sympathy and the whole country should have for people say in the horticulture business who are exporting to Europe and there's a lot of them doing that um, who are exporting maybe vegetables such as mushrooms they have 33% of the British market and they're reliant on peat um, because, by golly, are those people getting an awful doing at the moment. Um, the first one is Brexit. And this applies to anyone that's kind of selling. Like a lot of the people are selling food out of Ireland. They're exporting fresh product. And it's getting on the shelves very quickly. But we know there's been all these delays going down through the spine of England um, and, you know, going across the usual routes. And these are trade routes that have been in operation smoothly and seamlessly for years. And now the whole thing is up in a heap. And um, instead of going the, the land bridge route, a lot of hauliers have decided to try and go direct to um, the EU. And, um, and, and you see that with the extra ferries that are going out of Ross Lair now the whole time. But they're saying that it's costing a thousand euro per lorry when compared to, you know, this extra thing of going through the going across, you know, from Rosslare across to France or over to Ostend is talking an it's taking an extra thousand euro a lorry to do it. Um it's it's costing more, it's taking longer to get the product to reach to the shelves. And the fact that the lorries are away longer, that all has to be adjusted into the algorithm, you know, when you're sending out all of these lorries. Um there's no backload in the lorry coming back either. That's another problem, it seems, in a lot of cases. And it's costing about €500 Euro to run an empty lorry back to Ireland. And you could say, well, why don't they leave the lorries over there and they pick up a backload eventually? But there's such a demand for exports and lorries in this country that the lorries are needed to get back to get more stuff back out of the country. Mm -hmm. So um, they're, they're looking for the whole thing to be streamlined, the hauliers, and I wouldn't blame them. Because you could have like six different declarations per load in one lorry that you have to go through. And every one of them have to go through individually. And this is the paperwork that was supposed to be avoided. These were the costs that were not supposed to happen because of Brexit. And um, and because it's just it, the, the whole route down to the UK is causing so much trouble. 
you know, they are trying to find alternatives, but the costs are there. And those costs will be on the goods that we import into the country and on the goods that we export. And on something like, you know, mushrooms, which are extremely price sensitive, um, you know, you need to have to be able to have your your outlets and know exactly when you're going to arrive at an outlet, um, you know, for, for things to run smoothly. God, that sounds like a total disaster. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a thousand euro per lorry. Now, this is the Irish, the Road Hauliers Association, Eugene Drennan. And um, that's what a direct selling to Europe is costing per lorry when compared to the UK land bridge. And they'd go the land bridge route if they could guarantee they could get down through it. But the delays have meant that's been very, very difficult. And I mean, we're not even, well, we're kind of maybe hopefully out of the worst of the weather. But, uh, you know, going that, that um, Rosslea route as well probably is subject to more delays because of inclement weather at different times of the year as well. So, so that's one of the problems that's facing, um, say, the horticulture sector in particular. Uh, and the food sector generally. Yeah, and and you also mentioned peat production. Uh, now. Yeah, well, the whole peat thing. Talk about the closing the the horse's door <clears throat> once, or closing the stable door once the horse is bolted. Um, the you know the the peat produ- production is is stop is ceasing. I think it either has or it's about to cease. But the the there was a meeting today or during the week of the Oireachtas um, Agricultural Committee, and they had a deputation in from the horticulture sector. And they were basically told that the supplies of peat will run out by August. Now, I'm planting a few gooseberries and blackberries here. And I was talking to a couple of different garden centres. And they are all telling me the same thing, that they don't know where the peat is going to come from after. Well, they do know where it's coming from. It's possibly coming from, it's already coming from um, Scotland and probably further afield. Um, but it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's a huge concern because how can you tell a whole industry that the main raw material that they have is gone come the 1st of August and now the the Oireachtas committee have promised that they'll set up um, a commission or they'll commission Chagas to conduct research trials into alternatives to peat but sure you know if if it's going to run out and you have to import it from Poland or Scotland or somewhere um, by August that really seems like as if it's a very very late in the day Um, they're, they're really anxious to try and see can they come back to doing some sort of peat. And they recognise the whole issues of climate change, but they're saying that for the horticulture sector, it's only about 1.5% of the current harvesting area is needed to supply the growers. 1.5%. And they think there should be room for that because the alternative is either see what this um, commission, the Chagas, are going to look after, what they'll come up with and when they'll come up with it, or else imported from the likes of Poland or Scotland, which doesn't seem to make any sense either. Uh, and there's no alternative to peat? There's, well, there's, pub, there's possibly alternatives if you're a cottage gardener and you, you, know, you go out and you pay that much more for it. But if you're a, a commercial grower, like, say, the, the mushroom people that supply 33% of the product to the UK market, well, then there's nothing going to kind of jump off the shelf at you uh, for, for, for to fill that void if this stuff is going to run out by August. Now, uh, and uh, another bit of, uh, I suppose this is something you've spoken about before, black grass. What is that? Yeah, now it's not this grass, this Niger grass that you get and put in your garden and it looks lovely against a bit of gravel. It's not that. This is an absolute zero tolerance weed that has, um, well, put it like this, we've, we've had it for years. We've had it for years and years and it never really caused much trouble. And um, but in, we have imported from the UK 
in the last five years a particularly virulent strain that seems to be resistant to all herbicides. And um, it's, um, it's, it's, it infects cereal crops. And the thing about it is, if you walk the cereal crop when it just comes up out of the ground, you won't see it. If you walk the crop at a foot high, when the cereal is a foot high, you won't be able to see it. And when you do see it um, and be able to identify that your crop of tilly or your, your cereal crop has this black, this um, grass, um, it'll be too late because it'll already have shed its seed. So um, Chagas is after and saying that the, this year in 2020, well, last year, there was 145 percent increase in uh, the number of cases uh, of the tillage fields that have been affected by it. And I was talking to Stephen Robb, the tillage uh, reporter in the journal, Farmer's Journal this morning, and he said, basically, when it appears in a field, it's dead. The field is gone. It is, it's a complete killer. You can only do the zero tolerance and all you can do with it is cut it out, bale it up and destroy it and put that field into grass production for at least five years. So that is the only way to deal with it. Now, at the minute, we have they have notified that in North Dublin, there's 20 cases of it in Cork, 18, and then followed by cases in Kildare, Mead and Tipperary. And, you know, there last week or two weeks ago, there was a that whole um problem with the protocol and they were given out about the tractors and the machinery having to be washed and turned back because there was clay on it and people were making a right laugh that um you know what was what was the problem here like you know you know it's got so strict now they're turning back lorries or tra or tractors or mm -hmm. tillage equipment with with um you know clay on them but in actual fact a lot of this has come into ireland on foot of machinery imported farm machinery and um so, you know, it, the, it, it's really important that these um, psychosanitary rules are kept. And they, are, they now apply to all machinery coming in from England. But the other source of this bloody thing is um, a straw. And straw doesn't face the same um, uh, controls. So I think the, the sector wants to, to, to follow that up. But what they're also trying to do is they're setting up, um, Stephen is setting up um, a kind of a focus with... Um, Chagask, and they want anyone to get involved who has a concern about this um, and they want to get it out on social media because we really have to stop this. We grow little enough cereal in the country for, for it to be affected by this and if people are interested it's hashtag blackgrass21 hashtag blackgrass21 so, um, so that's it. That's this new, new, new issue or, and, and again you know it's, um, it's to control it now but the only way of literally controlling it is to burn it or is to bale it, cut it, bale it and burn it and then turn the field over to grass production for the next five years. And, so and it can, can it appear anywhere, Mairead? Could it appear in someone's no, back garden? No, it's a cereal crop. It grows right. in cereals and it comes in via cereals. So you could say like that, that trailer that you imported uh, from England there before Brexit rules, you know, hit down on everything. Um, that trailer that, you know, hadn't been power hosed out. And their seeds of it kind of stuck up under the, you know, the wheels or, you know, different parts of it. And then they just go into another field and they drop them and go into another field and they drop them. And it's very invasive and it's really vigorous. But the thing about it is that the main thing about it is that that field is dead for five years, can only grow grass. You can't grow cereals again. And it's called it's basically a cereal, a tillage farmer farm killer. And that's how serious it is.
Right. And the figures that I said there, the the fact that they're up from um, up from forty ninety eight cases uh, identified last in two thousand and twenty, up from forty in two thousand nineteen. Now the the number, the actual number, is likely to be way more than that. Now tillage farmers are on the out on the lookout for it, but um, uh, you know, it, there's more than what's recorded there because not all of it is being caught, and um, so for it's a real warning to tillage farmers and the bloody problem with it is that you can't identify it until it's like literally has shed its seeds and the whole thing has to start again. Mairead, thanks a million uh, as ever. Mairead Lavery there uh, down in Limerick. Uh, you are listening to the Moncrief Show in News Talk. We're going to uh, take a break after that. Chasing Storms. Moncrief on News Talk.